we're up to our long-distance dedication. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named... Imagine a like totally epic journey quest. Howdy, howdy, y'all. This is Game Master Spun Counter Guy, here ready to get into another installment of Legend of the Light Totally Epic Journey Quest. On this fourth installment of Brouhaha and Boonville, our heroes have located Gina Magaha's allegedly abusive boyfriend, Buddy Childress, who's working out on the Warwick County Courthouse lawn. Roxy has just snatched Gina's class ring off of Buddy's neck while he was using her as a curling weight, and so far, he hasn't noticed that it's missing. Maybe that's because the bulky feller right now is in the middle of a motivational speech about becoming more fit so that his audience, Roxy, Corey, and Nick, can protect the prospective main squeezes. I have a girlfriend and I can defend her. No problem. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah? Yeah! Gina Magaha! You know her? Never heard of her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you guys are alright. So if you ever need some holy muscle, pray, and the angels will send me your way. Alright, thanks. And so Buddy goes back to doing some squat crunches, or whatever. We get the ring, so you can take it back to Gina Magaha to get your girl. Mark's got some kind of sticker book for some reason. Mm -hmm. Is Boomer going to blow up? <laughs> okay, well, let's just do the obvious next step and go back to visit Gina. What day of the week is this? <laughs> it's a week. Saturday. It's, it's a Saturday. Uh, so you get back to the store. Gina's still watching the place by herself. And when she sees the class ring, she's like, Yay! Thanks for getting it back, guys. Did you pound a skull into the ground? <laughs> no, we didn't, actually. We didn't need to. Really? We used our intelligence. Uh, Roxy's intelligence. Oh, yeah, because you... Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so does he know we're broke I'm up? Jockey. No, he still thinks you guys are... Oh, guys. I was oh. hoping you could take care of that for me, too. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I really want to be with you, but I can't... You're a big girl, I can't Gina. cheat. <laughs> you're going to have to figure this Gina, out. Yeah, you're going to have to call him and just tell him it's over. <laughs> he, he might pound me. <laughs> no, that's terrible. That's what she's hoping for. He's hoping for. Yeah. Oh my god. He might. I'm sorry. Uh, take two. He, he, he might hurt me something bad. Um. You didn't seem mean. And when you say that, she starts kind of being squirrely. I think she's lying. So now we gotta go find Charlie again. Who's Charlie? Who's <laughs> Charlie? Buddy. I'm sorry. No, we, we are not breaking up for her. Are we? <laughs> I say no. Wait, what's the... Maybe I don't really need her as a girlfriend anyway. I don't really want her as a girlfriend. Is that what you're saying? We did all this trouble for nothing. We did all this. Like, now you changed your mind. We saved some people. We, like... Saved an Indian... Two Indian <laughs> guys. Dot Doctor. Now you're saying we gotta go find Buddy and tell him that it's all broke up. I guess, and just see how he reacts. Depends on how much you want her. We can beat him up, because we have, like, Do we the, need to beat him up? I've got we the muscle in my brawl that we can burn and everything. <laughs> we don't know that we need to beat him up yet. So, we, so, so now the next goal is to make sure that he knows that him and Gina are through. 
But he sounds like a nice guy. I don't want to beat him up. Okay, then you can uh, reason with him. Okay. Is he still on the square? Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the square. Yeah, so you go back and he's doing push-ups with one arm. Okay, so we need to decide how we're going to break the news. Do we use Roxy's femininity? You're going to be the new beau. Okay. We need to, okay. Yeah, and you need to tell him like she he doesn't really I'm need her anyway. Tell him. You tell him that you saw her hanging out at the atheist place. Oh. Okay, I'm going to go up and I'm going to talk to him. Hey, guys. Are you here ready to pump up the volume? Of your bicep muscle mass with me? No, buddy, I'm afraid you, you, I got some... Are you wanting to redefine your calves? <laughs> uh, my calves are fine. <laughs> I got some bad news for Have you. Have you seen my glistening calves? Uh, no. Yeah. Would you like to show them to me? They're so big, the couple of birthmarks I had down there popped off. <laughs> oh, there you go. Those are excellent calves, buddy, but... Thanks, you can have them too. I don't want you. <laughs> no, I'm your own calves, not mine. Okay, well, maybe we can work on that some other time. I got some bad news I need. Really? Yes. What's wrong there, brother? Your girlfriend Gina wants to break up with you. Uh, <laughs> and he starts crying into your shoulder. And, okay. Yeah, and he's getting tears all over your shirt. All right. Why? Um, I thought I was as hard as a tank and as sensitive as an after-school special. Do I want to tell him that she's interested in me, or do I want to just make up some story? Uh, okay, I'm going to lie to him, so he doesn't suspect me at first. I'm going to say, hey, buddy. Uh, what? I'm afraid that uh, Gina Magaha just joined that atheist club. Oh, really? She doesn't feel like her beliefs and yours jive anymore. Not only did I lose my girlfriend... But now her soul's got a poolside seat at Satan's Spring Break Hellfire Mixer. This is the day of all sucky days, full of gnashing and lamentation. Oh, I agree. I'm sorry. Thanks for being straight with me, man. No problem. I'm nothing if not straight yeah. with people. Honesty's hard to find these days. Sure is. Oh. Well... I'm going to go mourn these terrible events by the traditional wearing of sackcloth and ashes. I don't know where I'll get the ash from, but I've got several butter-stained empty popcorn sacks from all the Boonville Pioneer games I've spotted cheerleaders at. I'll just sew all those together with some strands from my mane. I'll still be your all's ally, you know, but I'm not going to form any more muscle tissue until I've properly observed the Hebrew grievance rituals. Oh, thanks, buddy. Oh, I just want to be alone now. Here's a uh, persimmon soda to drown your sorrows in. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. There's persimmon <laughs> soda. Premier the waters of life. And he gives you a big sweaty hug for that. <laughs> yeah. oh, I so. feel bad you lied to him. You guys told me to. <laughs> He's out of the picture, so now we can go back to Jean. Okay, I'm gonna go back to Jean and tell her that Buddy is agreed to no longer be her boyfriend. But should we tell her the truth? I'm already knee deep in a line now. Might as well roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Gina. Hey, Corey. I talked to a Buddy, and he's gonna break up with you. Really? You're a free woman now. When's this gonna go down? Um, I think it just did. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm free. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Oh, man, this is great. And she's already looking through a little black book of some phone numbers and things. Hey, uh, why don't you uh, just throw that black book away and uh, go with me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Wait a minute. Uh-oh. 
She lied to us. She didn't know Yeah, I know I was a little deceptive, but as Robin Williams said on top of one of those school desks, seize the day. Robbie Neville said, c'est la vie. And Bobby Brown said, it's my prerogative. I mean, if you want to go to one of the ball games sometime, I'll let you buy me a Durs Dry and a, and a corn dog. And some nachos and a, and a fried pickle. Uh, I mean, you're right. Maybe, maybe I'll learn to like you. Maybe you'll grow on me. Okay, give me a call. Okay, sure. If she doesn't ask for your number. <laughs> so well, that was all pointless. Hey, by the way, if you guys want to earn some extra money, uh, Mrs. Kessinger, you know, that's the owner of the place. Mrs. Kessinger is offering a $90 reward to anyone who can catch a, a vandal terrorizing our shop. And uh, Gina holds up a members-only jacket. It has a dark brown smudge on it. And she says, It's like all our clothes have been used as rags or something. They're all filthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my quest for my woman failed, but now we're on to another quest. Yeah. The chick's offering a $90 reward for... If you can figure out who has been dirtying some of the clothes and possums and pinafores. Do we have any leads Why? on who it might be? We have no idea. I mean... People come in and out all day long. Well, we're not sure. Obviously, it's a customer, but we don't know who. We get so busy sometimes. Oh, we got the cops on our side. Oh, that's true. We have them investigate. You come out of the shop, you hear some, like, zoom, zoom, zoom. And uh, Peggy and Dobie Wheeler, they zoom up on their four-wheelers. Uh, they're both wearing their Daisy Dukes, and they look pretty nice. Heck yeah. What's up, y'all? Says one of them. Why do I got to talk? You're the stubbly one. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's your name again? Do, do we know them? I mean, you guys all go to school together. Okay. It's Peggy and Dobie Wheeler. Hey, Peggy and Dobie Wheeler. <laughs> <laughs> what's up? You're so formal. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much. And you can see they got some stuff on the back of their four-wheelers. Yeah, Mom sent us to go donate this stuff to the Salvation Army. Mostly clothes and some crappy ceramic ashtrays we made in vacation Bible school one year. One year. <laughs> one year. <laughs> she's, she's just hitting puberty. Yeah. Yeah. Her voice is cracking. <laughs> <laughs> At first, it hurt our feelings. They want to get rid of our ashtrays, but then we remember they were so misshapen that if you lay them on flat surface, they just roll away. They're kind of batting their eyes at both of you boys. They, they're completely right. ignoring you, Roxy. She's probably okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're flirting with the pale guy? Both you guys. They're, they're looking at you. Well, what do we have to gain from... You get some four-wheelers. I'm all about that. Oh, yeah, sick of walking around the stairs. So we're going to beat them up? No. Get their four-wheelers. <laughs> no, but I mean... Throw the Walmart at them! Two pe- oh, that she would could, be... The question is, what do we have to gain from this other than maybe... Uh, Scoring some chicks. We were going to the donut lady to help to get the cops to help the Gina's store owners figure out who's damaging the clothes, right? That was where we was going. Yeah, and then those two bimbos stopped us. So this is like hey. a little... She <laughs> sound like nice girls. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> that might have a hormonal problem. <laughs> <laughs> So do we want to see where this is going to go, or do you want to... After high, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to flirt with... Well, hey, the... we haven't had any action over here. You ever been well, kissing? That's your own fault. 
and <laughs> lifting weights with people and whatever. <laughs> He's already. We he haven't done help, nothing. Gotta help you two Nimrods. <laughs> Nimrods. <laughs> she's, now she's mad. <laughs> Let's see where the flirting goes. Well, which one do you want? Which one's the hottest? Uh, Were they twins? I we'll had, say that, sure. identical twins. Oh, yeah. Dang. Gosh, every guy's I like fantasy. Peggy. You like Peggy? Yeah. Peggy's in one of my classes, and she can help me on the test. I'm sure that's what you're concerned with. <laughs> and to tell them apart, Dobie has, like, it looks like a, a deer antler scar alongside her leg. Like, she got in a tangle with a deer. So, <laughs> Dobie's damaged goods. She's got a scar, but it's kind of okay, hot at so this point in her life. He's and I don't care, because I'm a nerd. <laughs> you don't take anything. <laughs> Practically. Okay, we're going to flirt with him. Okay, you're going to roll? Wait, that wasn't really a roll. Yeah. Uh, You go to lean on one of the the four wheelers and you completely slip (laughs) off and and you hit your face (laughs) on the the exhaust pipe. Oh, but I guess. Oh, Oh, you get burnt? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go after Dobie. Okay, you going to roll? I'm going to check out her surround sound. (laughs) Three. Okay. Negative one, so it's actually two. So you actually start to say some words. And you're kind of patching them together, but unfortunately, you got a little hanger on her on your nose, <laughs> and it's, it's starting to <laughs> jiggle. Yeah, <laughs> and the, the girls just peel out. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, okay. gone. Yeah, they say Thank goodbye. God. So that didn't uh, work. Well, we gave it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we don't have to take their <laughs> to the Salvation Army. <laughs> Tell us what we're going to do, Nick. I think we're going to the pawn shop and check it out. So you go up to across the courthouse on the east side is the Hens Bluetooth Pawn Shop. The owner, Jojo, is there behind the counter. A guy who looks suspiciously like Oliver North, only with a fake John Oates mustache, is examining a bunch of AK-47s. He says, contra to the rest of their subpar technology, the Russian's Kalashnikov is actually a pretty reliable weapon. He buys out the store of all the AKs, and on the way out, the Flock of Seagulls song, And I Ran, comes on. Ollie starts singing along in some kind of irony. Another guy, looking a little frazzled, comes up to Jojo, putting a a Sony Walkman on the counter. The guy says, Yeah, I'd like to see what you could give me for this. And Jojo says, Sony Walkmans. Uh, If they work, we give $10 for them. $10? That's ridiculous. Plus, it's real sentimental to me. And Jojo says, So, uh, how much would it cost you to sell out your sentiment? Huh? Never mind. Ten dollars. Take it or leave it. Uh, but it was my great-great-grandma's. It's an antique. She says, uh, your great-grandma? What, was she rocking out to Bix Biderbeck on this thing back in the 1920s? Yeah, I told you it was real old. Come on, buddy. The Walkman only came out in the U.S. in June of 1980. Well? The guy's wheels are turning. She lived in another country where the Walkman was out first, back in the 1920s. <laughs> oh, yeah? Which country? Um, Rylos, I think. Well, that's impressive, but still, I can only give you $10 for it. But I need the money bad. Uh, maybe you should search the cushions for change back on the Gunstar. Huh? Here's $1 for the original story, she says, pushing a bill across the counter. Okay, fine, I'll take $11. 
deal. Let me know if you ever go to hockey or grandma's laser disc player from the 1940s. Those I could give you more for. Really? I think she's got one of those too. Great. Molecular detachment devices, elf stones, portraits of J. Pierre Point Flathead. We take them all down here at Hen's Bluetooth Pawn Shop. The guy nods enthusiastically and promises to return after he's raided his grandmother's attic. The Walkman calls out to you, Roxy. Okay. I'm going to take the Walkman. I'm going to... You want to buy it? Yeah, I do. Okay, she obviously marked it up to 20 bucks. Uh, <laughs> obviously. JoJo says, here you go. And uh, as you examine it, you notice there's a cassette single on inside. And you put the headphones on and you want to push play? Yes. You hear the Pointer Sister song, Neutron Dance. Do you want to dance to this song? Yes. Okay, so yeah, you start doing a jig. <laughs> yes. Wow. Right there in the, in the pawn shop. And uh, when you dance, you really start to glow, and uh, JoJo's eyes widen. She says in a whisper, Hey, you lucked out. This is some kind of freak variation on the standard Walkman, except depending on the tape you play, it will give you some kind of telekinetic powers or whatnot. Most casingles have this special ability if they're put in one of these special tape players. To find out what they do, you have to undo the sleeve where the glue is, and you'll find out its specific powers. I think I have another copy of this casingle. Let's find out what the Pointer Sisters can do for you. And she finds a sleeve of the Pointer Sisters' Neutron Dance, and it says, If you dance, this thing will cause your body to glow and cause everyone within a 10-foot radius to get the symptom of radiation sickness. Thanks a lot. It's tendy damage. Okay. But not deadly. Are we immune somehow, or...? Everybody at a 10-foot radius, so... Dang. We get nuked, too, by the way. I need to calm down. We might want to warn these guys before you start cutting a rug. Okay. Okay, so we have... Between us, we have three cassette singles. Yeah, so do you want to look at your cassette singles, like the sleeves? Well, yeah, Yeah, let's let's check them out and see if they're powered. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you're talk dirty to me... It causes you to produce projectile, dirt, mud, and E. coli-infested bile to shoot out of your mouth. Oh, nice. <laughs> for three times. By the way, that neutron dance, also for three times, and then it's, okay. it's null. The E. coli takes two rounds to activate, but does 20D damage on any other living creature that you spew upon. <laughs> okay. So factor that in. So she's radioactive, and she spews E. coli. Yeah. Suddenly she's not as attractive. <laughs> I was like, hmm, but uh, now not so much. No. <laughs> if you are listening to The Walk of Life uh, and you walk around, uh, <laughs> you can... I don't have to dance. Just no, walk. you just walk around. Okay. If you ask somebody or took them to walk with you, they get 12 D okay. of healing. But for some reason, it doesn't work on you. You have to give it to somebody else. So there's more to this pawn shop than just The Walkman. They have some things in stock and for sale. There's a Rambo Nerf bow and arrow. There's a Bernie Getz suction dart pistol how much is this stuff oh yeah sorry the rambo nerf bow and arrow is 15 bucks the bernie gets pistol is 12 there's a rattling asteroids atari cartridge it's 18 dollars there's a basketball signed by steve alfred it's eight dollars mm-hmm. there's a pound puppies they're four dollars and there's an army helmet from the granada invasion 15 bucks that was a deadly war by the way there's some orca singles for sale that people have hawked there's the Culture Club, Karma Chameleon. There's Survivor, I'm High on You. There's Fat Boys, Can You Feel It? Huey Lewis in the News, Hip to Be Square. They're all nine bucks. There's no stickers in this shop. Sorry about that. Man. Okay. I want two of the cassettes. The Culture like? Club and Survivor. When you read the sleeve of the single of Karma Chameleon, you can be anyone for ten minutes. Okay. The Survivor one, if you hug anybody... 
They get high as a kite, thus dumb and dizzy for a whole fight. Okay. What will happen to them is that opponent will get minus 10 dodginess, minus 5 connection with anything they're trying to do. She's like her own little chemical factory. <laughs> <laughs> kind of frightened, actually. I uh, know, seriously. Yeah, I hope you guys treated her well earlier. So, yeah, I know, so seriously. How spend? I think we should buy that basketball. I have $17 left. Okay. You want to buy the ball? I want to buy the ball and the Bernie Getz pistol because I've already got a bow. Okay. The Bernie Getz pistol, you read the box and the instructions. And so it, there's a little bit of a level of things. If you try to use this thing, you get plus 18 in connectability, in connection. Basically, one of the darts goes into the opponent's eye and causes him to lose a turn. But if you use this against any intimidating jerk, all you have to do is get plus 10 and you get 10D damage. The basketball signed by Steve Alford, it knocks three points off of anybody's life points if you get 10 or more on your connection when you roll the 20. Hmm. I was just buying it to play ball with that kid. Well, you can do that too. What if I throw it at the kid? Yeah. What if he's a little snot? That's true. Well, you never know. Do uh, you want anything in this shop? I don't think so. Good. So you guys are standing outside the, uh, the pawn shop. Yeah. As you're standing out there, you hear a distant cry as if someone's looking for a lost puppy. The calling gets closer until you can make out the words, Nikki Sticky Pants, Nikki Sticky Pants, please come home. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki Sticky Pants, I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's Skrdet. Oh, God. Crying and calling out a name reserved for Nick and his immediate family. The distraught girl keeps wiping her tears and mucus on her already cry-dampened body electric shirt. She occasionally bringing the turtle grace up over her mouth as if the reptile is an empty wine cooler bottle holding on to some last drops of delicious tropical punch or Siberian daiquiri. My life is in like such a serious tailspin. My brother is missing. I just screwed myself out of four dollars of stolen quarters when I broke up of Earless Rexroat, and I might be in love with a man who wears women's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> She's coming from here, this direction. Okay. You know, she hadn't seen y'all yet. So what do you want to do? Do you want to? We're gonna run. <laughs> run from her? Heck yeah! I'm going with beat her, her right up. Now. I got time for her. I got this new pistol I want to try. <laughs> oh, it's my sister, dude. Okay, we're not going to beat up your sister. So we want to Let's run. run in this direction. So we probably need to hide, duck into a building. Let's go into Miller's. Old Man Niller is fooling with a customer, and everything's kind of the same as you left it before. So what stickers are left? Schwarzenegger's B.O., Flock of Seagulls, and Janie Freaky. I think I'm going to buy the uh, Arnold. Are these scratch and sniff? Mm -hmm. Sweet. Okay, so you buy it, and your little book tells you that anybody who has a sticker on them gets plus 60 damage of whatever they do. Okay. So i got to put it on their person? Yeah, and you can put it on yourself. Why do you want to damage himself? No. Like, if you're in battle, and say he was to use, what do you have, that Rubik's Cube? Say you threw it at somebody for 60 of damage, you would add another 60 okay. of damage. So I put the sticker on the cube and throw it? No, stick no. it on yourself. Oh, really? That gives you extra strength. Well, okay. Yeah, for like th for three times. But people said my arm was pretty skinny when she grabbed my... The sticker's magical, man. <laughs> Imagination? Take what okay. you So that was $8, so knock off $8 off of you. All right. Now wait, did we ditch Skrdet? You got away from her. At least the crying is muffled now. So you, wanna, you just want to talk to the cops? I don't know if we need to do that anymore. We get 90 bucks. Yeah, but the cops will well, get 90 bucks. The cops are getting 90 Will we get 90 bucks for the cops? But do we have any leads? 
While you guys are standing there, the door opens to the front of the store. One of the local guys you know who, he's in middle school, but everybody kind of knows him around town. His name is uh, Ducker Dirkmuck. And he sees you guys and he goes, hey, guys, hey, I heard the most bodacious rumor. What is it? What is it there? Dirkus? Dirkus. Shasta Pawbiscuit is out laying in her bikini in her backyard right now. I still want to go over there and have a look, but I can't see over the fence. Can y'all help me? I'll give you 15 bucks, and I'll, I'll do whatever favor you want if and you help me. I say we go and check that out. Of course. I'm up for that. So you guys going to help me? Sure, let's do it. All right, cool. She lives over in a second, but we can reach the backyard by the alley through 2nd and 3rd near the Salvation Army and the Cover Your Hind End Insurance Company. Okay, but we're going to have to go a long way around because homegirl's heading this way. Mm. Homegirl being my sister. Can we hear her voice? Yeah, she kind of went down this way. It's trailing off. Like she's going to the last chance bar. <laughs> how, it is, how it is. It's like 15. <laughs> cool. All right. Let's go a long way around. You pass by the Atheist Club. You pass by this video store. You can see the name of it. It's called the BHS VHS. So the Salvation Army is here, and the insurance company is there. Remember how the door used to be right there on the corner? Right. You can kind of see the donation box back behind it there. Past the, the box, back here is like an alley. Okay, so you come up to the fence that Ducker, Dirk Muck, claims Shasta's on the other side. Shasta Pawbiscuit. <laughs> He's like... You don't know who Shasta Pawbiscuit is? No. She's like the hottest chick in this whole town. All she right. doesn't even belong in Boonville. She's so hot. Well, we'll have to check this out then. Okay, so... Wait, he's going to give us 15 bucks to lift him up so mm. he can look over the... Yeah. Okay. I'll lift him up so he can get a peek, I guess. Okay. So you lift him up and he's like, oh my gosh. And he passes out and falls on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm guessing there's two normal heterosexual guys. We'd want to see what's over there. Let's check it out. Can we look through a hole in the fence or we have to... All right, I could get on all fours and you could stand back. <laughs> What? <laughs> You're off with eyes, Roxy. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> Climb on me to look at the other two. <laughs> I just want to move on with the journey. <laughs> okay, I'm going to lift Nick up. Okay, well it seems the information that Ducker Dirkmuck was given was a little inaccurate. There is a girl in a bikini laying out, and her last name is Paw Biscuit. But it's Shasta's grandma, Primmy. <laughs> and what you see is as many varicose veins as Fazoli serves spaghetti in an hour. If they were all purple. Minus two connection on your next round of fighting. Because of your post-traumatic stress syndrome. And the guilt of being such a perv. <laughs> Dirt Muck w- wakes up and he still is pretty satisfied with what really? he saw. Wow. So I'm going to say, Corey, you don't want to see that. It's a grandma. Well, thanks for the heads up. I'll pass. Can we go on to bigger and better things <laughs> instead of hunting for girls in their swimsuit, please? Okay, so that was a failure. Who gets the 15 bucks? Oh, wait, we're supposed to get paid from the guy, right? He's trying to sneak off. He starts running. We're going to run after him. Yeah, we're going to run after him and grab him. Okay, roll your 20. I got an 18. Yeah, two. Yeah, you totally tackle him as if he's the star quarterback of the Castle Knights. All right. So. We hate that school. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anybody that works there. <laughs> so, yeah. He's- oh, I'm sorry, guys. I, I just, uh, I, I remembered I was supposed to do something for my mom, and I, I had to get home, and uh, why did you tackle me for? Hey, bud, you promised us uh, 15 bucks. So I did, so I did. Okay, here it is. Can you get off me, please? Okay, so I got the 15. Yeah. 
Yes, is it in ones, fives, what? Three I'll say fives? three fives. Okay, so I give everybody five bucks. Okay, cool. Sweet. All right. Thank you, cousin. <laughs> I heard that's what Shasta charges. <laughs> <laughs> And you're all coming out of the alley, you hear some police sirens not so far away. But then you hear a very nearby like, Psst. Hey guys, I need your help real bad. In the shadows of the Salvation Army, you see Ducker Dirkmuck's older idiot brother, Donji. You just gotta help me stash this hybrid feed corn developed by Dr. Judd Herr. <laughs> <laughs> it's more powerful than we anticipated. It can flip a card impact. You can guess how we know and why the fuzz is out looking for us now. I got 30 bucks. Can you please hide this bag of corn? And the sirens are getting closer. So this is magical corn and corn. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a Boonville staple. I say Roxy takes it. She's got the... Yeah, the cops no. won't search Roxy. Mm -mm. Or will She's they? She's hot. And 14. <laughs> keep forgetting our age. <laughs> Siren's getting closer. Okay, I've Jeez got it. money. He throws the 30 bucks at you and he's gone. And then he starts running back towards you guys. He's like, I, I met a dead end. You guys ain't know any place I can hide? Why do we gotta get this guy a hiding spot? I gave you 30 bucks, come on. I'm gonna hide in the drop box of the Salvation Army. <laughs> okay. Let's go for it. Okay, all right. So okay. let's all dive in there. Yeah. And we'll bring Danji with us. So you duck into the donation box. You notice there's a couple things in there, like some old uh, tore-up dresses, and there's some secondhand hypodermic needles. And it looks like someone has been living in there. Like there's like a little bedroll or something. But anyway, you hear the cop cars go flying by, then they trail off. So awesome. Good thinking. So what do you want to do now? What's the corn do for us? It's magical corn and corn. It flips cars. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and I have the corn, but I can give it to anyone, right? Yeah, you can do whatever you want to with it. How much is it? Three handfuls. Three handfuls yeah. of magic corn. Did you add your 30 bucks? Not yet, mister. I remember somebody splitting his reward. Well, that was kind of on her. Because she got caught with it. And that, that's on her. And I'm just going <laughs> to say, I don't know how she got that corn. <laughs> so you're saying she gets to keep the spoils. And also... So she has to take the risk. Exactly. Okay, right. so now I have 52. One, two, three, four, hit it! Alright, so let's climb out of the dumpster. The donation box. Donation box. <laughs> it was a dumpster. <laughs> Still, the only thing I'm pressing on our plate is figuring out the dirty clothes thing. You guys just so want to do some exploring? Yeah, let's go down the north side and see what stores are here. Okay, so there's really no stores here. You just notice that Una's Pizza is starting to smell pretty good. And, of course, you see the BHS, VHS, and the Atheist Club over there. Mm -hmm. It's always a good time for pizza. Okay, so you guys step into Uno's Pizza. The sign on the door says, Buy one large pizza to enter our Boonville Trivia Contest. There is an arcade console in the corner. The game is Hoosier Land Rumble. John Cougar Mellencamp versus Henry Lee Summer. Mm. It's, a, it's a dollar to play. And you notice among the patrons, and they're eating this, uh, Filthy Fingers Farnsworth. He's poking pizza into his mouth, licking his famous digits. 
<laughs> Why are his digits famous? Because <laughs> he's Filthy Fingers Farnsworth. God. <laughs> They're sausage-like. <laughs> How much is the pizza? Oh, eight dollars. So eight dollars, we get a large pizza, and we enter the trivia contest. Yeah, let's do it. And you could win up to thirty bucks. Ooh, sweet. Okay, well let's split the cost. Can't eight dollars three ways. You gonna make it nine? <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> there you go. That sounds good. I sh everything should be in divisions of three. So one large pizza is nine dollars. Can we get anything we want on the pizza? Yeah. What do you guys want to order? I want artichokes, anchovies, and pineapple. Okay. That'd be on his half. <laughs> half? Um, <laughs> or third. Or third. I just want sausage and uh, pepperoni. Okay. I like it all. All right. Amazing. Loaded. Loaded, okay. So they put the order in. You smell it cooking, and then they say, okay, everybody who's entered the uh, trivia competition, let's go. So how this works is, I'll let you guys play as a team to figure stuff out. All right. And if you miss a question, then one of these other teams is going to get it. By default. I got a feeling we'll have the answer. Okay, you ready? <laughs> yep. Sure. Okay. All right, everybody. First question. Whom is Boonville named after? Is this multiple choice? No. <laughs> Come on. Um, it's not Daniel Boone, but it is a Boone. I hope, um, yeah, it was Daniel Boone's cousin. Leroy Boone? <laughs> is that your final answer? No. No. Give us a minute. None of you know, really? It's up on the square. There's a monument. Seriously, it was Daniel Boone's brother? Cousin. 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 For reals? Yeah. Dang, I didn't know that. Rathbone. <laughs> Charity's, Charity's, Charity's died over there. Already. Yeah, she's like... She knows it? Oliver. Raymond. James. No. Hey, Charity, come over here. Harold. You guys are taking too long. Okay, next table. <laughs> Ratliff. Very good. Ratliff Boone. I said Rathbone. <laughs> he was <laughs> close. All right. Very good. Uh, so what, what's your name of your team? Dibs. <laughs> <laughs> so far, yes. <laughs> no, we're going to be the Trailblazers. Okay. It was the Trailgrazers. Trailblazers. <laughs> <laughs> Are you saying they were a little hefty? Yeah. That's what we call them. For people listening not knowing, that was what the dance, the dance troupe squad. from our high school. <laughs> Did you really call them that? Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> Oh, my the, niece is a trailblazer. I know, but used to be. you have to realize back then, being the high school other girls, you know. The trailblazers versus the, the charity cases. <laughs> All right. Here we go. go. Ready to rumble. Number two. This one's a two-parter. Boonville is where Abraham Lincoln supposedly learned algebra. True or false? False. false. Okay. He learned Bonus law. question. What did he learn, and what's the story behind it? The law. Okay. He would walk from his boyhood home in Spencer County to the courthouse in Boomba, which was the county seat at the time, to follow cases and trials. Very good. One point for the trail grazers. So Lincoln was actually in yeah. the current building. <laughs> it was probably a different building, but yeah, he would come all the way to Boomba to listen to trials. Yeah. Well, he was like circuit. You, they had to travel the circuit in different He was actually too. stepped in Boonville. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Do you feel more important now? I do. All right. Question number two. Boonville's radio station, WBNL, has had a radio program where folks can buy, sell, or trade for several decades. What's the name of this program? Is it still in operation? Yeah. Boonville Buyers Club. Eh. 
Charity cases? Want to grab it? Nobody knows that. Trader's Post. Well, anyway, let's see what we have on the trade post today. Wanted to buy, right off the bat, a gas cooking stove. Phone number 449. Question number three. Hoosier Matt Williams wrote a play called Between Daylight and Boonville. Name one of the three 1980s sitcoms that he also wrote for or produced. Roseanne. Correct. So we've got two out of the four? Yeah. Question number five. What Logue School librarian later became mayor of Boonville? Pam Hendrickson. That ain't fair. We went to Oakdale. The charity cases get it. Okay, now i got to come up with a tiebreaker. I wish I had prepared better. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's the tiebreaker, hopefully. What Boonville native was the Democratic member of the Indiana House of Representatives and the majority floor leader? Stillwell. What was his first name? Russell. <laughs> Very good. Russell Stillwell. Thanks for the assist. So the Charlotte Grays are all the winners. Sorry, <laughs> to Team Charity. You suck. Good fight. Good fight. <laughs> oh, was he so that? Your names? I don't know what it was. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> what Boonville native will be <laughs> in the future. <laughs> all right. So you guys get your 30 bucks. Yay. Yeah. And you guys are enjoying your pizza, and you start to feel your bodies kind of rejuvenate a little bit, and so add plus one life oh, point yay. if you're not at 20 already. I am now. The filthy fingers, uh, <laughs> Farnsworth. <laughs> yeah. But he comes up to your table, and he knows you all got just one piece left each, and he puts his filthy fingers into each one of them and says, Uno! Ha! 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 And he's just laughing in y'all's face. Okay, so... And the whole, the whole restaurant's part of them are kind of like quiet, like, <gasps> and the other one's like... Ha 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 ha! Filthy Farnsworth got you guys. Let him have it. Yeah, I'm not I'm worried about that. <laughs> We're gonna be pacifist on this. One. I mean, I like sausage. I don't like fingers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they didn't come out wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I, thought I was gonna let it slide oh, too. Oh god! Please edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what do you want to do? He's like, standing there looking at you guys, but uh, uh, crap-eating grin on. <laughs> You win, filthy. Here's some pizza. Awesome. It's all, <laughs> it's all yours, and buddy. He puts all three pieces in his mouth at once. Can we attack him? Uh, yeah. You Why? What's the point? He ain't <laughs> doing anything to us. That's true. He didn't have that. Well, he took our pizza. pizza. <laughs> I'm vomiting on him. Oh, yeah. I'll oh. save that for something bigger. Yeah, okay. he just had a bunch of pizza and you give me coli. He's going to have a fun night. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, we got that video game in the corner. I guess I'll play since Let I'm Nick the, play it. Oh, yeah. I'm the nerd. So here's the deal. You have to roll a 15 to beat the game. Does my hacker Who, ability come in? You should have arcade prowess or video game. Joystick warrior. So yeah, yeah, plus two. Okay, yeah, there you go. So that. So what I got to roll? Uh-oh. 15. All right. 17. All right. <laughs> So who did you play as, by the way? Henry Lee Summer or John Mellencamp? John Mellencamp. Okay. John Cougar Mellencamp is the winner. And five dollars and quarters fall out of the machine. Sweet. So Holy crap, you get money? There you go. What do you want to do now? I think we should go to the video store just because we haven't been there yet. That's true. Yes, let's go to the video store. Who's that girl? Is it now I'm 
to the VHS VHS. This is an educational video rental shop ran by the Boonville High School Media Arts Department. Your classmates, Snell Baumhauer and Tinkle Kohler, are there at the counter. Tinkle says, Yeah, it's a service to all the community to both educate with all these instructional videos we got and to feature some of the short films made by students. We also happen to have a copy of Smoking the Bandit 2, which sadly has rented more than all the other videos combined. And you see that there are some stuff you can rent. And it's $3 for each rental and a dollar to watch on the store VCRs. So, the student-produced videos include Dr. Plasmeyer's A Profile in Dirt Farming, <laughs> The Flora and Fauna of Long Pit, and the complete BHS 86-87 to 87 football seasons games mostly out of focus. <laughs> the Steve Cole film, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's some instructional videos. Uh, one's called the, the U.S. Military Uses MX Missiles, but Chuck Norris Uses a Yard Dart. Uh, there's another instructional video called Deadly and Cozy, Warm as Well. Michelle Yao, star of Rush Tway, the leg warmer kid of Shaolin, explains how to make leg warmers into weapons. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a computer terminal here. It's $3 to use, and you can use CompuServe. And there's also a video game on the computer. It's Arch Rivals, the uh, basketball game. And it also costs a dollar to play. Now, the people on the counter, is it two boys or two girls? Like Tinkle, I'd... Oh, Tinkle's a girl, and uh, Snell's a boy. I think I'm going to go get on CompuServe and get on my Boonville chat room and see if anyone has any clues about possums and pinafores who's possibly dirtying up their laundry. Okay. How's your message going to read? It's going to say, we was over at possums and pinafores, and we heard that someone is putting dirt on their uh, clothes. Okay. And just say, does anyone know, if you're hearing rumors, who it might be? Max Twinkles and the others respond. We are not privy to any information regarding a dirt wiping bandit, but there is a similar bounty being offered at Bum's subpar supermarket for the head of some saboteur of some sort. Alright, thanks guys. Max Twinkle sends you a private message that says, By the way, please tell your sister Skirnet that I have acquired a bootleg floppy disk copy of Loadrunner Levels designed by Mihajlo Mitrovic of the Serbian Western City Gate fame. Do you want her to send you something? Negatory. Just make her aware of my acquisition so that she may calculate the advantages of allowing me to be her Ashford to her Simpson. I'll tell her. <laughs> Snell Bumhauer speaks up. He says, Hey, but we do have one videotape for sale, by the way. And he holds up a VHS copy of some film called Rush Groove. Yeah, apparently it's a sequel to Crush Groove, except Marky D, Kulak Ski, and Buffy were too busy making their cinematic masterpiece film, Disorderlies. And so they had to get the members of Rush to play the rapper roles. Neil Getty and Alex supposedly had to eat 15 pounds of mogwai guy pan a day to get to the proper size. I don't know how that worked, because whenever I eat that stuff, it causes me big trouble in little intestine town, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Tinkle adds, I heard from some Chinese guy who owns Waka Waka in the Aventura Way Mall that Mogwai Gai Pan in Cantonese literally translates as devil chicken slices and was designed to mess up the digestive systems of round eyes. Personally, that dietary toxic waste 
gives me big trouble and little vagina, but I'll, <laughs> but I'll spare you all the details of what that entails. Snail continues. Anyway, it was off or not, though, as the film is supposedly so bad they never released it. This copy was just a screener for the press that Newshound Harry Snoopin, Stupin donated to us. I'm going to laugh. He works down at the Google Standard, you know. Okay. Uh, I tried to watch it once, but I couldn't get through Neil Peart's 15-minute beatbox solo. You can buy it for 15 bucks, by the way. Okay, so obviously there's the rush connection with your sister. But why do we want it or need it? Let's go check out Bums. Do some investigating. Alright, you're at Bums Subpar Supermarket which is down next to Possums and Pinafore. Off, right off, down from there? Yeah, off the square. Okay. You walk in the small, poorly stocked grocery store and watch an adorable small child with a Jim and the Hologram shirt and proudly holding onto a balloon and passes by the front cashiers. Then, in a movement nearly quicker than y'all's eyes, the plump, older, scowl-wearing cashier everyone in town knows as Rebecca Petty, the dill pickle sucker, <laughs> whips out... A sharpened bobby pin, shooting it directly at the balloon, which of course pops it, causes the child to weep and the mother to fall back into a stack of C-3PO's cereal boxes from fright. As some customers and employees try to both assist the startled child and mother while looking for the cause of the balloon's destruction, the old cashier crone shows a face of surprise and indignation at the tragedy. And when none of them are looking, she smiles in evil satisfaction to herself. Uh, Bums has some sales going on today. There's a sale on Bartles and James wine coolers, $12 for a six-pack. Uh, you can also buy a can of Tab for a dollar. There's also Mogwai Guy Pan flavored Capri Suns for five bucks. There's some BC powder for three dollars. And there's a big cardboard display of local fishing sensation, Brandon Bluegill Oaks holding up a giant rainbow trout and giving a thumbs up. The trout might have a 38 caliber wound in its side, but you're not completely sure. A sign on the hey, display... Whatever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> a sign on the display reads that Bum's subpar supermarket is now carrying some of Brandon Bluegill's personal catches back in the deli-slash-butcher department. And there's a quote on the sign that says, Nothing goes down better with a family than having Brandon Bluegill slapping fresh fish on your dinner table. <laughs> and uh, there's various prices, which are back in the deli, of course. So that's what's going on in Bums at the moment. But we're not really there to buy anything. We're there to get information on this reward. Yeah, let's go talk to the manager. But those wine coolers might come in common in case Skirdette bugs us again. I know, but give them Skirdette later on if she comes yeah, up. Yeah, how do we buy them, though? Well, yeah, fourteen. It is Boonville. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> liquor to fourteen year olds. Can we buy? Can we buy the Barrels and James? It depends if you use your persuasion or <laughs> what. You want to try to buy the Barrels and James? Yeah, we might need it. I think we talk to the manager first, and then okay, let's talk to the manager okay. about the reward, so we don't get in trouble okay. and get booted out. The manager, they have that kind of high thing, that little, yeah. that little booth up there, whatever. So, right as you guys walk up to the the little, you walk up to the customer service booth, and right as you're walking up, somebody gets on the microphone. We at Bum's Subpar Supermarket regret to tell you that at least until our next dairy shipment arrives, we will not have any milk available for purchase. But we do have some powder that portends to be milk when added to water. 
Also, Erdna in the deli has some kind of gland defect, having caused her to lactate without pause since the Ford presidency. <laughs> Maybe you can work out some kind of deal with her. <laughs> Again, we apologize. This is dairy specialist Mitchell Kick signing out. And you know, the mic goes off, and now you see Mitchell. He's coming out of the little thing, and you're like, whew, he's handsome. Hunky, in fact, maybe the word you would use. <laughs> He's a fox. And he kind of wanders out of the customer service and goes back towards his dairy section. But he's not the manager. No. He's the manager of the dairy section. But we don't need that. Unless you want to go chasing. We've chased girls. No. Yeah. I'm not as pathetic as you two. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> He's hunky. You might have some information. Is the manager anywhere to be seen? No. You ask one of the cashiers, where's the manager? And they're like, taking a perpetual smoke break? It's been like a week. <laughs> we got to get this information from somebody. Okay, so I'm going to follow Mitch Kick back there. Okay. He's back there in his little white robe. The dairy robe. Yeah. Does it have blood on it? No. It's just, That's a dairy. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so he's wearing one of these little white coats as if dairy stock people are as important as doctors and is looking perplexed back by the milk section. Hey, could you tell us what's been going on at the supermarket? I really like your jacket, by the way. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's like a doctor's jacket, do you notice? I did notice. Yeah, we're just as important. Most people don't realize this. Yeah, so, uh, well, I'm sorry, what was your question again? You're, you're, uh... <laughs> You're a looker. <laughs> I was wondering about the reward, and is something going on here in the supermarket? Oh, yeah. Well, that was what that announcement was about. In fact, uh, something's wrong with our chocolate milk. Just like my senior citizen dog, Pearlie's mammary glands, all the chocolate milk jugs are only half full. Someone's been drinking our milk. It's horrible. It is horrible. You can't sell half drink <laughs> cartons of milk. Okay, well, I know a couple guys who might be able to help out with this. Okay, well, we, we got a reward. It's a $27 reward right now, if you can find the culprit. Okay, we can do that. Could you maybe throw in a date? <laughs> throw it in? <laughs> we won't even go Dutch. <laughs> do you like Mr. G's? I love Mr. G's. Oh, it's on. Four Donkey hamburgers Kong. for a dollar. Four hamburgers for a dollar. Oh, man. I bet you could at least eat two. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I like a sturdy woman <laughs> to help me, help me move my cartons of milk. Okay, you got maybe, it. Maybe I see a future for us. Anyway, good luck. Tell Thank me you're you. not on the trail grazers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't think she was a sturdy woman. No, you're not sturdy. It's being funny. It looks like your metabolism could really eat through two hamburgers easily. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so. We got the information that we're looking for somebody drinking milk. They're probably spitting it on the clothes. There's mm. brown stuff on the clothes. Has Roxy Forrest found a clue to the great missing milk wipey mouthy mystery of 1980 something? Do Roxy and Mitchell Kick have some pasteurized chemistry frothing up between them? Is the smallest, saddest tear in the world lactating from Nick McNasty's eyeball at such prospects? Find out next time on Legend of a Like Totally Epic Journey Quest.